Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter. Badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Winning season returns at MyBookie. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means Survivor, Super Contest, and Squares. At MyBookie... Winning season means hitting all your parlays and props with your feet up, watching your team trounce their rivals. Rejoice! It's time to celebrate the NFL season. Invest in your institution. Use promo code VOCNATION and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play. Designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. From live betting to championship futures, every play you want to make is waiting at my bookie. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Use promo code VOCNATION, spell it out, VOCNATION, all one word, and double your first deposit. Your winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Good evening. This is Dr. John Stamey live from the sun and fun capital of the world, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and it's time for Scary Cast. Boy, do we have a great show tonight. Got a lot of excitement. First of all, I would like to introduce our guests, the queen of Scary Cast, the one and only Robin McRae. How are you doing tonight, Robin? I am fantastic. Glad to be here. I'm excited about our guest tonight. I just met him recently, and I'm already a big fan. Well, that's good, and so we're we're going to have a grand time, so always glad to have you. And then none other than the superstar from last night's Wrestling Tonight podcast that uh, Chaz Moretti and I hosted, Papa Stro, the maestro of wrestling. Papa Stro, how are you doing tonight? Uh, great to be here with you all. Just, uh, just happy to be here healthy and sound, and hope you all are too. Oh, what was it? I'm sorry. Yes, Rob. <laughs> Mr. Robin. Robin. I said, hey, sweetheart. Yeah. 
Good, good. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I'm good. You got to come back and visit me. Yeah, I miss you. You haven't been here in a while. Right. Yeah, well, I've been be so busy. Oh, my God. I, I just relaunched my uh, website uh, and been doing a bunch of things. So, yeah, it's been crazy. But I'm I'm back. <laughs> we're, we're glad you are. So what that is the stro.com, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, everybody go to the stro.com after the show. Absolutely, everybody. We want to get those hits up. So that that's wonderful. Now, tonight, uh, we've got a new friend. Robin and I were in Lexington, busy launching a new venture. And at the location we were, we we met this guy. He was our he was our next door neighbor, but he turned out to be one of the nicest people you could ever meet. And his name is Dallas Woodard. And then I mentioned the word wrestling, and I don't think we I don't think we ever stopped talking. So. Ladies and gentlemen, me, Dallas. He's a great guy. How are you doing tonight, Dallas? I'm very, 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 very excited to be live here tonight with you guys and to be with uh, such a wonderful legend. And um, I used to I used to watch him growing up, and, and uh, my mom actually used to beat me out of the front room at night because I, uh, I was a real big wrestling fan back in the 80s and 70s. Yeah, well, that's great. We, we've all been a big wrestling fan of Papa, Papa Stroh's, and it just never ends. He gets, honestly, he gets better and better. Well, I'm going to oh, just yeah. put this out here that when he okay. finally gets a break in schedule and comes back down to spend another weekend, as he's done in the past, everybody can like meet up all over here, Dallas. You can come over and you can help. You can just hang out with us and all the craziness that goes on here. <laughs> oh, that is great. I would really love that, and then um, if you guys don't mind, I'd really like to tell um, this gentleman, um, thank you for so many years of um, your sport entertainment with the WWF, WWE. Um, it, it really, really meant a lot to me and my friends and family. Oh, thank you, thank you so much. That really means a lot. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. He has yes, brought joy and cheer to everybody. He really has, Dallas. And I'm glad I'm glad you're on you're on the Papa Stroke freight train. He's he's been wonderful. He's helped a lot of people. He he helps mm-hmm. charities. He helps kids. He does great he does he great does. things for people. And that's and that's what we just like having him around. I mean, you know. You know, we you get somebody him. with this kind of great this, this kind of great karma, I mean, it, it's wonderful. Now, what I'd like to do, because we've got kind of like a two pronged show. First of all, we're going to talk a little bit about wrestling. Now, when you and I were talking, uh, it was uh, Saturday, Dallas, and you said, I have got a funeral program from one of the great lady wrestlers of all time. And I said, well, I want to see it. And the Sunday morning at 9 o'clock, you were right there at our location. You said, here it is. And, oh, my God, it was the funeral program from Johnny May Young, one of the greatest lady wrestlers of all time. Um, a that was fantastic. Friend, just a super friend of the fabulous Moolah. And if everybody will go um, right now to, uh, to ScaryCast on Facebook, you will see 
all of those pictures that uh, that, that we took. And Robin, thank you for your uh, for your uh, timeliness to help us get the pictures from Johnny oh, May, no problem. Johnny May um, Young's funeral program. It's really wonderful. And in fact, I'm going to go there right now. In fact, I think I may have it up already. And uh, and Papa Scrooge, I know that you, I know that you knew uh, May May Young. I know you knew her, and she was just she. I mean, other than being a tough old bird, she was pretty cool, wasn't she, Papa Scrooge? Oh, absolutely. Uh, her her and her and Fabulous Moon were always great to me, and uh, you know I did a few shows with them. And uh, a funny story brought it up. I I. <laughs> Uh, one night they were tagging against uh, two guys, two guy wrestlers, right? And uh, the guy wrestlers, <laughs> these were the young, two young boys, right? And they were like, uh, they made a bet with me that they they can blow them up in the ring. And uh, I uh, <laughs> I went back and uh, I, I told them about the bet they bet made with me, right? And they, uh, Lula and May was like, well, hey, well, get ready to collect some cash. Because we're going <laughs> to blow those young pups up real good for you. And uh, sure enough, they, oh, my God, they, they wore those two guys out, Mullen May Young, be the Lord. And uh, after, <laughs> after I won the bet, I ended up giving the money to them. I was like, look, I, <laughs> I didn't need the money, but I just thought it was funny that they were trying to bet with me that they could blow up Mullen May Young, which I knew full good and well as an impossibility. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is later on in their age too. You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? And, and, these, and these these guys are young, but man, those two ladies put them through it. Good lord, I had tears in my eyes. It was great. Well, that, that that that's great. I can I can just imagine what that was like because Mula ran that wrestling school, and she didn't take no for an answer. She tore people up. And that's the way it had to be because that that's what brought the crowd in. Dallas said something to me. It was really interesting. He said it to me yesterday. He said, you know, even if the card was kind of dull or whatever, when those two gals got in the ring, it they tore it up. I mean, they completely changed the complexion of the crowd and everything. It, Dallas, that's what you told me, right? Bless you. <laughs> yes, that, that, that I remember watching them several times, and it was sort of kind of like the crowd wasn't really doing much. And then those girls came out and got up in the ring, and next thing you know, you, everyone's cheering and screaming, and it just turned, it turned the the ten feet the, the the coliseum around. So, absolutely, it did. Now, now, Papa Stro, you've got. Yeah. One of my favorite wrestling stories uh, about you, Dusty Rhodes, and Andre the Giant. Do you mind sharing that? I want Dallas and, of course, everybody else to hear this story. I think it's wonderful. And you know the one I'm talking about, right? I, I believe I do, actually. Uh, I was uh, – this was some years back, and uh, so my aunt and uncle used to live down near Tampa, and I used to go to some of the wrestling shows and uh, – um, you know, see Steve Kern, the Grahams, Dusty Rhodes, Black Jack Mulligan, and again, and uh, uh, one of the events I was at, I was uh, outside the building, right? And uh, here comes Andre, 
the giant pulls up in the parking lot with his head above the car roof, right? <laughs> he's he's like literally bigger than the car he's driving, right? So he he parks he parks the car and he he, he just got off set being the uh, Bonic Sasquatch for the six million dollar man series with Lee Majors, right? So he had the big bushy hair and everything. He was like coming towards me and uh, it was the first time in my life I felt like I was that much lower in the food chain. I really thought he was going to eat me, seriously. And I was so scared. I, I was scared I couldn't even move, right? You know, you get so scared you can't even, like, budge. And uh, Dusty came over to me, and at the time I thought Dusty saved my life, but he pretty much was trying to break the ice on me and Andre, right? And he was like, hey, kid, don't worry about a thing. Andre is cool. Andre, say hello, baby. And uh, Andre, Andre sticks his hand down looks down at me and says, how do you do, right? And his hand, I, when hand touched, his hand touched my hand. I couldn't even see my hand at all. It, it like, disappeared because his hands were so freaking big. But he was such a nice, nice guy. And uh, it was so relieving that he was because, I mean, my God, I mean, is a, he's still to this day, you know, I've seen a lot of big guys through the years. Still to this day, he's like the biggest human being I've ever met in my life. That is that is very true. He was a very very big man. Well, Dallas, you you had a, you had a story that I really liked about you and Dusty Rhodes. I, I, you, I'm sorry, you and Andre the Giant when you were a kid. Well, yeah, actually, it's uh, it's uh, Dusty Rhodes Senior, uh, Andre the Giant, and um, there was uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Um, uh, we were uh, I'm originally from the West Coast, and I spoke to up in Seattle, Washington, and it was uh, held in the uh, uh, the Sonics uh, basketball stadium. And um, yeah, that's a nice area. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I believe um, back then it wasn't even called WWF, then. I think it was called uh, Bad uh, uh, Bad Time Wrestling or something like that. And um, I think Mr. McMahon was an announcer at the time. And, um, I remember I was. Right, I was yeah. Um, I was sitting, um, we were sitting on the fourth level, right where the guys were coming through. And um, I was getting really, really antsy. And so I had gotten up and I was running around. Uh, some of the other people had come through. Uh, uh, the match before Andre's was, uh, it's, uh, uh, Mr., uh, it was Junkyard Dog and another guy. And um, so um, I, I ran back into where the, were, they had walked off, and here comes this giant. I, I come around the corner, I bumped into his leg, and I literally like just froze. And he reached down and he literally picked me up. My, I, my, it was like having a seatbelt on because he had his he he had my butt in his in his palm, and his thumb and his his uh, middle finger were around my waist. And he lifted me up and he goes, what's your name? And I go, my name's Dallas. And uh, my dad had come around the corner and bumped right into his, his uh, uh, down below his sternum. And my dad went, red as can be. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And so uh, he sat me up on the bleacher. And um, he went on into the ring. And he was wrestling Patrick Brooks that night. And um, Rowdy Rowdy Piper had come running out. Uh, dog chain, and him up against the rails, and he, he jumped up, uh, jumped up. I don't know, he pulled over the ring, and Andre caught the chains. And um, 
he, uh, uh, Ben Brooks rolled out from underneath the, the coach. Hunter uh, was talking on the mic. He's like, you won first five. You have five from November 16th. And uh, that was a really good, that was a really good moment. And I got Dusty Rhodes seeing the right next to me. And um, I'm like, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a wrestler. And he's like, you can do anything you want. Dreams are dreams are made to be, be fulfilled, and uh, he patted me on my head and and went on down because he, he was next to wrestle. It was the coolest thing I remember it like it was yesterday. Those guys were something else. They really were. Oh yeah. Well, I tell you what, you had. Uh, you had some great experiences meeting uh, the best of the best, Andre the Giant, and, uh, and of course, the great Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream. He's one of my Mount Rushmore picks, uh, Dusty Rhodes is for sure. And so yes. I'm glad you got to kind of recount some of these stories with Papa Stro and, and hear his great story about Andre. How mm-hmm. do you do? That's that's the funny. Whenever whenever I, I think of Papa Stroke, whenever I think of you, I think of two things. How do you do? And then Papa Stroke, if you don't mind, you, you have to tell it so much because I ask you to. My favorite story from the Vancouver area, and uh, the one that Roddy Piper told you. Does that ring a bell, kind sir? Oh my God, Piper told the best road stories. Oh my God, I, I miss Roddy so much, man. Rod was amazing, amazing man. Uh, matter of fact, he was one of my influences, uh, you know, getting into film, you know, because uh, guys like him, uh, uh, Uncle Terry Funk, uh, Pepper Martin, kind of paved the way for the wrestlers to do the crossover into the mainstream uh, film industry, like we see now with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena, and a few others. And you know, of course, Hulk Hogan. Uh, so yeah, those guys really paved the way. And and Piper, man, uh, he he told me this one story, and I told Doctor John this, uh, several times. And today's like one of the greatest road stories ever. Uh, it was <laughs> it was back in the back in the seventies, right? When they had the uh, the territory Pacific Northwest up up your way, actually, originally your way, right? And. Um, uh, Sandy Barr was the promoter at the time, and uh, you know, Pipe, I think Piper had somewhat to do with the booking, somewhat. And uh, he, they were going to debut this guy named Batman, who dressed like Batman, had a Batman cape and all, just like you know the Batman suit and all. But they couldn't call him Batman, obviously, because the copyright thing. But they called him Batman, but he still had the bat bat suit, right? And the deal was, on their live TV, they're going to have uh, the commentators. Uh, Talk with one of the the villain villain wrestlers. I would think that time was Al Madrid, who was uh, who, who had who had wrestled in world class championship wrestling in Texas and all that. And he was going to cut the pro- Al was going to cut the promo with the commentator. And here comes Matman at ringside, jumps on top of the table like a superhero and says, "Hey, I'm Matman, right?" But keep in mind, this is 1970 somewhat TV. There's no five-second delay. There's no editing. <laughs> so if you screw up the live TV, oh, well, right? What can you do? <laughs> so the show, the show starts, right? Um, <laughs> Alma Drill talks to the commentator ringside. Here comes Batman, Batman suit and all, right? Runs out to ringside. Jumps on top of the table. 
slips, falls, busts his rear end on the floor. And uh, the, the crowd is just like howling, laughing, right? And the Al, Al looks at the commentator in, in shock. <laughs> and the commentator sticks the microphone down to Matt Man, who's messed up on the floor, and says, uh, uh, who are you? <laughs> and Matt Man, he's laying there, right? Like, so out of it. He's, he's later saying, I'm Matt Man. <laughs> Tell all your friends. <laughs> And it, it, it gets better. Oh, God, it gets better. Because later on the show, he has the debut match of Matman, right? So here comes Matman later on the show. Once again, running to the ring with a bat suit on, right? He starts his match with the guy. They go at it, boom, boom. He slams the guy, climbs the top rope, extends his hands like he's going to get him like a Jimmy Superfly snuck a splash, right? But what he doesn't realize, there's <laughs> they're like in the TV studio, kind of like a the Memphis, Memphis Championship Wrestling Days with Jerry the King Lawler, right? Um, there's loose, he doesn't realize there's loose wires <laughs> protruding from the top of the building, right? And when he went to extend his hand before he jumped off the top, one of his hands accidentally touches one of these wires. Sparks flew, blacks out the whole joint. <laughs> People are screaming, oh, God, freaking out, right? About like 20-some seconds later, the lights come back on, and here's a smoking that man on the top rope. Falls down, back down to the ring like a dead tree to the canvas. Boom, right? Missed the guy like a mile in the ring. The referee doesn't know what to do, so he takes uh, the the out-of-it mat man, (laughs) puts him on top of the guy, and counts one, two, three. So that was the beginning and the shocking end. No pun intended of Batman. <laughs> That's hilarious. Bob Stroh, Bob we have got to get that down on film. We've got to, because that has got to be the greatest wrestling story it, I, I in history. I, I want to put it so bad. Uh, and uh, I, I've talked to some of the wrestlers that said they were actually there that night when it happened, and they did just laugh and hysterically when they talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> But I can't Shocking do Piper justice. Piper, Piper, Piper just, oh, he's so hilarious the way he told that story. Oh, my God. It was the best. Well, good. Well, maybe maybe we can get uh, get his son to tell it if he ever told it to him. But that's great, Papa Stroh. Thank you for those great reminiscences of uh, Andre the Giant and uh, Matt Man through the eyes of Roddy Piper. I mean, just it's just great stuff. People love it. Dallas, I know you grew up with it like I did, and we just, we just love professional wrestling. We love what these guys did. They gave us heroes to think about and watch what they did and just have a great time in our lives. So, so Papa Stro, again, I keep saying this, but thank you for everything you've done. You've meant so much to all of us. And uh, so, so I tell you what, Dallas, do you have any, any questions you'd like to ask Papa Stro before we go to our murder one two three segment? Um, I just would like, like you know, again, I'd just like to thank you for uh, all the wonderful years of uh, good memories and a lot of. Fun. I mean, I, I I pretty much lived in front of the TV when it was a uh, time for wrestling. So. And I hope I, I hope I hope that someday I, I get the privilege to actually put your hand in this place. 
Well, Dallas, oh, let yeah. me tell oh, you something. Thank you so much. When I first met him, okay, now my mm-hmm. kids made us watch wrestling every week. We we constantly had it. We had WWE on. We had, they had to have, you know, the jackets, the shirts, the pants, you name it, they had to have it, all this stuffed animals and everything. And I, But when I met Papa Stroh the first time, I did not realize exactly who he was. Okay? So I met him because he was going to be at a Comic-Con that I was speaking at for John. So yeah. I just met him, and I thought, oh, he's, this is just the sweetest guy ever. He's like a big, giant teddy bear. Yeah. You know, and we hit it off from the get-go. I thought he was just an absolute sweetheart. So then him and John came and stayed at my house one weekend. Loved having him here. He's welcome at my home anytime, day or night. He knows it. And I've seen him on and off for the last year. You know, we've had dinner together, whatever. I didn't realize what a big deal he was until after I met him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, nobody, I didn't realize it. You know, he was just the super awesome, sweet teddy bear guy that I'm so mm-hmm. proud to call my friend. But I didn't actually, when I met him, I didn't know what a super star he was. Yeah. Now I do, yeah. but I didn't then. Yeah. What I was going to say, Dallas, is I'm going to I'm going to invite Papa Stroh down to Lexington as soon as we get everything kind of put together. Papa Stroh, if we can work it in your schedule, will you come down to meet the people of Lexington and hang out with us in Dallas and have a good time? Uh, I'd love to. You think you guys guys. stay here like you normally do? You guys can awesome. just stay here. Okay, great. Thank you we'll, so we'll, much. We'll, we'll do that, and Papa Stroh will. Uh, of course, the the uh, Monday night before that, Papa Stroh can tell all the hilarious stories about the first night that I stayed at Robin's house with him, and it was petrifying. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, Papa Stroh, I'll let, I'll let you wait on that again. one. Oh yes, it has been. So it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. And, and thank and thanks Rob because I get to call you Rob and we we've had a lot of adventures we've got another adventure with wrestling tonight coming we've got advent, more adventures with Scary Cast and we'll be bringing you down <laughs> to uh, to Lexington and all those folks and I know by the way Papastro you and I have this game you have wrestled in Lexington before haven't you oh many times Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> He has wrestled in every town that I have ever mentioned to him. And the funniest one was Cordova, North Carolina. The only place you can wrestle is this volunteer fire department. And and it's only like seven feet tall. And you put the ring up and you got like five feet. And and I said, have you wrestled in Cordova? He said, yeah. And you don't have any headroom. And I knew he'd wrestled in Cordova, (laughs) North Carolina. It was just so funny, yes, because I, I think I've announced in many many of the most potent places in the world. But uh, Papa Stroh, when he was out out there traveling with Smoky Mountain and with all those great NWA franchises and WWF and WWE, he has wrestled everywhere. And thanks for all the great things that you've done. And now it's time to get to our murder one two three. I'm really excited about this. Because, um, now Dallas, I'm going to introduce you as a new and different person. 
And please, okay. if I get this wrong, let me know. But Robin started I, talking to Dallas about, oh, a variety of pop culture things and events. And then all of a sudden I heard Dallas talking about Marilyn Monroe. Now, would you please explain your relationship, Dallas, with Marilyn Monroe? Um, Marilyn Monroe is my third cousin. Um, my um, my brother was adopted uh, by my second cousin, Les, and um, or no, excuse me, my third cousin, Les, and um, and uh, my brother Leslie. That's his name too. Um, he was actually uh, adopted by um, my cousin, my grandmother's cousin, Les, and. Uh, he actually has Maryland's uh, birth certificate. Which we think we'll be able to show a copy of in a couple weeks, correct? Oh, I can, I, I can get that to you anytime you want it. Yeah, well, in fact, I was lucky. I got to talk to him as well, and he's just as sweet as can be. Well, that's great. Uh, so what we want to do, and we're going to do this on ScaryCast, Papa Stroke, we're going to have the whole crowd and kind of go back through what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, tonight is kind of like the introduction to the uh, world of Marilyn Monroe. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to read the Plain Jane biography. And what it does is it, it ends with the following statement. Well, there are a number of conspiracy theories that have gone along with the death of Marilyn Monroe. Period. Now, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I mean, Papa Stro, you, you may not be thrilled with, with my uh, conspiracy theory of uh, Anna Nicole Smith, but when it comes to Marilyn Monroe, we, Papa Stro, do you think something's up with Marilyn Monroe and her death? Uh, I mean, controversy surrounds that whole deal, um, especially with her the relationship with her and the Kennedys. Uh, I mean, and the Kennedys alone have had a world of issues. And so, yeah, this is a definite, cl- definite cloud around the whole Maryland Kennedy situation. Right, absolutely. I, I agree. And, 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 Robin, do you think there are some yeah. conspiracies around? Okay. And I absolutely. So here's what I'm going to do. Dale and I talked about it, this the other day. Really? Yeah, we were when we, uh, Sunday we were talking about it. Yeah, him and I are on the same page with it. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, we must stop for a minute and give tribute and give a shout out to VSC Nation, who carries um, Scary Cast every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, and then. What follows on ScaryCast right after 11 p.m. Uh, I'm sorry, right at we we're on at 10 p.m. and then at 11 p.m. Papa Stro is there with and tell us all about it, Papa Stro. Oh yeah, the Stro Zone every Friday night at midnight Eastern Standard Time on, on my official Facebook page, Facebook.com/StroTheMyStro, and each Friday night we'll, we. Uh, feature a horror and sci-fi classic for you guys to enjoy. So please tune in. And, and now what is coming 
What is what are we going to be looking forward to this Friday night at midnight? Ah, uh, so this is a, a sci-fi uh, film from the '80s, actually, uh, "Battle Beyond the Stars." <laughs> so it was this was Star Wars. Well, actually, I want to say '70s, '80s. I'll have to look at the date, but this was Star Wars before Star Wars, basically. Oh, really? And, yeah, it was '70s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. John Saxon was the main villain in this one actually. He was like a Darth Vader in oh. this movie. <laughs> he he, he yeah. starred yeah. in every kind of bad film. <laughs> oh yeah, John Saxon. Oh he's a great he's a great guy. Yeah, John, uh, John Saxon, Robert Vaughn's in it. The man from Uncle. Oh my god. Yes, that was a very yeah. good show. I used to, I used to watch it. So, yes, the film Battle Beyond the Stars will be the feature this Friday night. Can't wait. Oh, cool. All right. right. So, everybody join it. That's midnight. And then we are there an hour before uh, at uh, 11 p.m. ScaryCast. Thanks to VOC Nation. And uh, thanks to uh, Brady Hicks. And now, Papa Stro, we can can hear you tomorrow night, Tuesday night, um, on uh, In the Room at 9 p.m. with Brady Hicks. And you guys have a great time there, don't you? Yes, it's in the room uh, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Well, actually, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, Uh We interview special guests and uh, take calls and all of It's always a good time. That's great. And then, and then, of course, Thursday night, the big event, the main event, WCW Retro, 9 p.m., on VOC Nation and Papa Show, what have we got going on this week? Because you all wonderful guests, uh, well, and we always have a great time. Yeah. Yes, uh, we talk about nostalgia, uh, you know, wrestling from back in the day, old school matches, dream matches, etc. So it, it's going to be another wild, wild west of podcasts. <laughs> I like to allude to right there. The WWE Retro it should be a good time. It is a wild, wild west of podcasts. That's a great phrase. We're going to have to start using that. But, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and everybody should come join us at WCW Retro, 9 p.m. Thursday night on the one and only VSC Nation. And so thanks to VSC Nation for putting us on. Now we've got to get back to, oh, gosh, what were we talking about? Papa Stroh, what were we talking about before I broke in and gave this? Uh, oh, oh, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yes, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to read Anna Nicole, the condensed <laughs> not not Anna Nicole. That's right. Now, um, now Dallas, I'm going to have to tell you this weekend about Anna Nicole. It'll frighten you, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. <laughs> it frightens everybody when I tell about Anna Nicole and the fact that she is yeah. living in North Myrtle Beach right now. But anyway, we'll get on to the wonderful, the great, uh, and I think this bio talks about Marilyn Monroe in a way that a lot of people did not know about her. Because yeah. Marilyn Monroe uh, was born Norma Jean Mortensen on June 1st, mm-hmm. 1926, and she died on August 4th, 1962. Marilyn yes. actress yes. and film mm-hmm. producer and script yep. consultant. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
Are you there? In the early 1960s, and, and she was really emblematic of the era's changing attitudes towards sexuality. She was a top-billed actress after only one decade, but her films grossed, now get this, over $200 million, the equivalent of $2 billion um, in today's money by the time of her death in 1962. Long after her death, she has continued to become a major icon in pop culture. She was born and raised in Los Angeles. She spent a lot of her childhood in foster homes and orphanages, and then she was married at the age of 16. She was working in a factory as part of the World War II effort, and she met a photographer uh, from the uh, first motion picture unit and began a successful career as a pinup model, which is kind of kind of interesting, you know, and we, we know that. But over the next several years, she became a very popular actress with roles in you know, mm-hmm. several comedies, including As Young As You Feel and Monkey Business. And in the dramas uh-huh. Clash by the Night and Don't Bother to, to Knock. Uh, she faced several scandals when it was found out that she had posed for nude photos taken before she was a star, but that really didn't bother her image and everything. People just took it in stride. And instead, it resulted in an increased interest in her films. By 1953, she was one of the most marketable of all of the Hollywood stars. She had leading roles in films like Niagara, which focused on her sex appeal, and in comedies, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and How to Marry a Millionaire. And that... Mm-hmm. Uh, ...a significant role in the creation and management of her public image uh, throughout her career, and she was uh, really disappointed when she was typecast and, and underpaid by the studios. She uh, was apparently suspended for a while in early 1954 when she refused to be in a film project, but she returned to be a star in The Seven-Year Itch with Billy Wilder, which was one of her biggest box office successes of her career. Uh, She continued to become more of a producer of her career than anything else, and by the early 60s, she was perhaps one of the best-known and most popular stars in the world. In fact, we discussed on Sunday morning how she looked at John F. Kennedy, who was her boyfriend, and said, you know what, I can walk out of this room and I'm more popular than you are, and she might have been right. So I'm going to turn the stage over to you, Dallas, to tell us a little bit more about your sweet little third cousin, Marilyn Monroe. Um, well, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know a lot about that. I just recently found out within the last uh, two years about her. And um, my uh, brother's, uh, my brother, um, his, uh, well, it would be my, it'd be my cousin, uh, Les Mortensen. Um, he's from Eugene, Oregon. Um, he's the one that knows all of her history. He knows everything about her. I just know that she was an outstanding woman. 
she was a little bit was a little bit on the fireball side. Like you know, when she when she made up her mind, um, there was no changing it. And uh, <laughs> woman after my and, own heart. Yeah, and then um, um, you know, she sort of kind of like from what I understand is that you know because of um, how far she went in the in the movie industry, that she sort of kind of got to a point where. If she wanted to do something, she did it. If she did not want to do something, she said no. And that was the way it was. So, but my, uh, my, my cousin, Les, uh, my brother's, uh, my brother's uh, f- uh, father that adopted him, he, he, he'd he be the one that would be able to answer all your questions. Or my brother, Les. Well, do you think that we can oh, get maybe we'll have to do a show with him show and Dale. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My brother, my brother and Les, uh, they would love to. They would love to. Uh, do, uh, they would. There would be no problem with them doing this. You have to be on with well, them, Dallas. Great. Yeah, I, I sort of kind of had a life, uh, sort of kind of like Marilyn Rose. I was in foster care and group homes growing up, and sort of kind of bounced around, and you know. Um, so I mean, I had a, a hard road growing up. So I mean, I could relate with her that way, but I really didn't even know she was my my cousin. Until uh, 2000, I think it was 2015. I, um, my uh, one of my uncles told me that I was related to her, and I was like, "No way!" And then I called my brother because I was told he had her, her birth certificate, and I asked him. I was like, "Wes," I was like, "Is Marilyn my cousin?" He's like, "Yeah, she's your she, she's our third cousin, and I have her birth certificate." I so, think that's fantastic. So. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good, but you know, just with the with the history of the whole situation with the Kennedys and everything, um, you know, it's sort of kind of even today. It's still sort of kind of hard to swallow. Yeah. So. Well, things but, um, happen. You know. Um, oh yeah. So, but I'm just well, really honored to be on. Everybody on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Um, yeah, that would be, that would that would be great. I I'm, I would be honored to be able to learn more about my cousin and and uh, to be able to share that with the community. Oh, that we would love That'll it. Be, that would be fantastic. Well, 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 here's what I'd like to do. I would like for us to do some pre-interviews with you and uh, your cousin, and get that mm-hmm. information out to our staff, which is Papa Stro, Tony Filosi, Devin Tate, and Robin and I, so that we can mm-hmm. kind of know where this thing is going to go, because I think it's going to, I think it could be somewhat explosive. Um, I'll do a little bit of my research, Papa Stro, and I know we kind of, we kind of laugh a little bit about my uh, Anna Nicole Smith research, but I I can do some pretty good research. And and Papa Stro, I might Mm -hmm. even help, ask you to help me a little bit with this Marilyn Monroe research so that we could have some, maybe a, a slight bombshell to report. Would you would you uh, would you help me with that, buddy? That would be interesting. <laughs> that that that's, yeah. that's that's the closest of a yes I think I could ever get from him on this one. So we'll we'll have a little bit of fun with this, and we'll let everybody know. So so Dallas probably in you know uh, two to three weeks. Uh, I'll talk with you about this this weekend when we have a chance to get together. And we'll mm-hmm. see what we can do to get some of your information and start putting it together yeah. and, and go from there. Does that sound good? 
Um, that sounds great. And uh, before before I get off the air, um, I had a question for Papa Papa Strove. Absolutely, sure. Papa Strove. No, go ahead. Um, I, I just wanted to uh, so, so you uh, do a lot of charity for kids. Yes. Um, well, I just wanted to, to say if, uh, if if there's anything I can do to help you, please, because I, I also do charity for uh, um, different places here in Columbia, and I'm oh. real big about I'm real big about helping um, helping kids, and you know, from my background being in a group around Boston. So, um, if there's anything, yeah. you anything do or, I can do to help, just let me know. Yeah, are you the same with you? If there is. If I can donate some time and hang out with you and help you on anything, I, I would love to. Hey, thanks a lot. That'd be great. So. Yeah, he does some great but, things. And I tell you what, when we get him down to uh, Lexington, um, just at our shop and next to yours and everything, maybe Dallas, yeah. we can work out yeah. an event that Papa and you and Robin and I, we can all be there as part of the Scary Cast crew. And and we yeah. can we can help yeah. and do something to raise money for kids. I think it would be a great thing. So, uh, Papa Strode, well, like Robin, I said, I'll do, next, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, say next I'll, time when he comes down to Lexington, usually you guys crash here. We'll get Dallas over here, and you guys can sit down and talk about fundraisers and different things you want to do. Yeah, yeah that'd well, be great. Um, something worked out. That would, that would be very great. You know, I. Uh, um, when I when I moved to Columbia, South Carolina in 2013, um, I uh, found out about a boys a boys and girls home that's called Upwards here in Columbia, South Carolina, and um, it really touched my heart because like uh, they really struggle month to month um, with their uh, their budget. So um, I was working at the farmers market, Columbia Farmers Market at the time, and I started getting some of the produce places there to start donating produce um, to help them out with the, the kids. Cause I think they got like 60 kids there or 66 kids. And then uh, one of the things that's really been on my heart is uh, um, I do go by there and visit with the kids and um, some of the older kids uh, after they get to be like, I think it's like it was uh, around uh, 10 between 10 and uh, 18 um, adoption systems are not there for them. So um, I'm really like trying to figure out a way to get families to start taking in some of the older kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, so. 10 and 12 doesn't seem very old, and they sure do need a chance. So that's a great thing yeah. that you're doing, Dallas, and, and we'll see. Awesome. I think that would be a wonderful, wonderful um, yeah, that's fantastic. project for us to work with. Uh, Papa Stroh, when we get you down there, We'd love to see what we can do to help them raise money and do some of the things that will help those kids. So, Dallas, thanks a lot for that. We really, um, I, yeah, I would like to say it. something about Dallas. Um, as John knows, and, and Rob, you know this too, I read energy. Okay? Dallas, I do a lot of weird stuff. But anyway, <laughs> Dallas, I met him for the first time this past weekend. And I'll tell you what, he is one hell of a person. He really is. His energy is so good, it's unbelievable. I think you guys are going to absolutely love him because he has just got the kindest, gentlest heart. And to watch him interact with the people there was incredible. It was an honor to watch him just because of the way he is with people. He's so kind and so warm and so respectful 
of everybody that comes by. I mean, he's just incredible. Rob, you're going to absolutely love him when you meet him. Oh, I, I, I can't wait to meet him, really. I just wanted to put that yeah. out there because he really is. He's just an amazing person. Well, I really, I really appreciate that. Well, I mean it sincerely. Like I said, it was absolutely incredible to meet you. I'm thrilled we're, we're right across from you over there just because you are. You're a wonderful person. You really and truly are. You deserve all good things. Oh, yes. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> I just want to tell you thank you very much. That means that means a lot to me, you know, to to have someone that that – um, that's showing a little bit of respect. You know, I, I do a lot for the community, and sometimes, you know, I do feel like, you know, um, I'm not recognized or anything like that, which I'm not really, you know, I'm not a spotlight kind of guy. I don't need to be on a camera or nothing, but it's just nice no, to hear someone. Should, yeah, you should be acknowledged for it. And like I said, Rob knows me, and, and John knows me, of course, and I deal with a lot of paranormal stuff basically 24 hours a day, eight days a week. And I read energy, and I do a lot of different things with energy and yours is wonderful. It really is. Mm -hmm. I think that you really don't realize what a good person you are. I mean, I think you think you're an okay guy, but I don't think you realize how good you really are. So it's definitely a blessing to have met you. Yes. And it's a blessing to you're a true hero, man. You're a true hero. Just keep on being you. Yeah. Um, I just put one foot in front of the other and I, you know, um, even though even though Dusty's not here, even though Dusty Rose isn't here with us today, um, you know he left a he left a memorable moment in my life. You know, at the age of four and a half, five years old. So, and you know, he just told me that I could do anything I wanted to if I put my mind to it. And uh, so that's uh, that I, I that's I run with that. So. And I uh, want to tell you thank you again for everything that you've uh, done in my life uh, as far, uh, through the TV. So. Oh, my pleasure. And th- thank you for being you. It's been such a pleasure this evening being here on the show with you, really. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when he told me that you were going to be on the show, oh, my God, I got butterflies. I feel like a 13-year-old boy again. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, well, we and, were and, talking, yeah, and then you were telling John, and I was like, oh, no, he's got to be on the show. He has to. Absolutely. Can I share one more story with him? Of course. Sure. Okay, so back in 87, we watched, um, we, we, me and my friend, I was staying at my grandparents at the time. I was living with them. And, um you, you and uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and a bunch of other people just got uh, wrestling just got over with, and we were outside in the backyard playing. And my friend Pete, he was a lot bigger than me, and we had a trampoline. And we used to get up on the trampoline and use it as our, our wrestling ring. And he always, he would always, I, he would always, be, you know, get the best of me. Well, I was determined to get the best of him. And so I come running, I, I jump up there and I went at him like a spear. And I, and I knocked him down finally. Well, my grandfather had just bought a brand-new motorhome, like a brand-new coach, and he had, the, he had the canvas hanging out. And um, I, um, I climb up this ladder, um, and I go to jump onto the trampoline on top of my friend Pete. Well, Pete moves out of the way. I, I bounce like a, like a rabbit right off of the, 
right off of the trampoline and went straight through my grandfather's new canvas and put it this way. Um, we know, uh, uh, I woke up the next morning. We didn't have a trampoline. My grandfather got rid of it. So, <laughs> wow. ah. so we were, we, we spent a lot of time at the hospital getting our, uh, fingers fixed or, uh, our arms casted up. I mean, we were, I was, I was really, really addicted to, to wrestling when I was, when I was younger. So, but well, if you want to do it, you still can. Um, Uh-oh. I'm in my, Uh-oh. I'm in my 50s. I'm in my 50s. My dream, my dream, I would just love to be able to, to, to be able to meet some of the superstars that, you know, that, uh, that wrestle. I got to meet, I got to beat Sable in 96 or 97 in Chicago. The night Shawn Michaels wrestled uh, Goldust for the heavyweight champion, Dusty Rowe Jr. And uh, Mark Mara was married to her at the time. And um, he had left the Coliseum. And I was actually standing back there because I wanted to meet um, the Ultimate Warrior. And because he wrestled, Bam- he wrestled uh, Vader that night. Well, Mark had ran out and uh, she, uh, Sable was still trying to make her way through the crowd. Well, the door shut in front of her, so I opened the door and she walked by and said thank you, and I was like, that was like dream come true. And I never, I never got to meet. Um, uh, I wanted to meet uh, Elizabeth, but I, I never got to meet her. And uh, and then, um, you know, I'd like to meet you. And and uh, um, I do watch wrestling once in a while now. I'm not, I, I work a lot, but there's a new gal. Um, call they call her the man. She's got, uh, she's, uh, that's her stage name. And, uh, mm-hmm. she, uh, she's got like red hair. I just love her to death. Just, she's really spunky and she's always wrestling with, uh, Rick's daughter and, um, and, uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh yeah. Yeah. Becky Lynch. Yeah. Becky, Becky Lynch. I would, I yeah. would, I would, I want to meet her so bad. <laughs> so. I'm just, uh, I've gotten, I just like her personality and who she is. So. Yeah, it's uh, great. Do you know who you get to meet? What's that? I said, who knows you'll, who you'll get to meet through Scary Cast and through uh, yeah. rest, Wrestling Tonight and, and all these great podcasts and all of our friends, uh, especially Papa Stro. He's, he knows a lot of people, so we'll we'll see. Papa Stroh, did you ever get to? Uh, did you ever get to meet? Uh, do you remember a wrestler by the name of uh, Superstar Two? Uh, Superstar, was it the Mass Superstar? Okay. He was a he was a, a solo wrestler, and I believe right. he was a Spanish. I think he was a Spanish guy. He wore a white mask that had trimmed in black around his nose and his mouth, and he was known for that super kick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. He used to wrestle a lot with, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, The Rock's uh, grandfather, um, uh, uh, Shinooka, or uh, what's his name? Uh, Maivia? Chief Chief Maivia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I, 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 I... I don't remember all the wrestlers' names from like way back when I was really little, but if like if I saw them today, I would know who they are. So, right. But uh, like, Superstar Two was like one of that was like probably one of my favorite wrestlers when I was like really, really, really little. Besides Andre, and then yeah, I was a big was fan. Really good. 
I was a really, I was, um, I was a really big fan of your grandfather, too, by the way. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, it's uh, back in those days, man. Uh, so, so many greats. And, uh, I, I remember when I was in Mexico, and uh, a buddy of mine, he's a wrestler uh, by the name of Octagon. He had a, like a shrine of because masks are like really big in Mexico, right? And he had a shrine, a mask of some of the great luchadors from years ago, right? And at the very top was his mask of El Santo, who in uh-huh. Mexico was like a, a living legend, right? And he, you know, he was uh, just like we talked about uh, the wrestlers crossing over to Hollywood. El Santo was one of the first to, to cross, make that crossover, you know, from Mexico to the, the, the film, different films from back in the day. So, yeah, yeah good, man, great stuff. Oh, yeah. Lots of good. There's there's lots of good legends. So, but I appreciate you guys bringing me on here tonight and and being able to have the privilege to talk to this wonderful man. Oh, I'm glad to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah, and we're, and we're glad you're a fan, and and always be a fan of Papa Stroh and be a fan of Scary Cast and Wrestling Tonight, and um, we're just glad to have you. We're going to have you here in a couple of weeks uh, to talk more about Marilyn Monroe and your family's interconnection with her and everything. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And so now I got to make sure that we all know if you are listening to Scary Cast on Friday night at 11 to 11:55 p.m., you know that in five minutes Papa Stroh is going to be there with Dorothy on the Stroh Zone. And the name of the movie is Papa Stroh. What is it? Battle Beyond the Stars. Can't wait. <laughs> That'll be absolutely awesome. So everybody stay in, stay in tune on midnight on Friday night for Battle Beyond the Stars with Papa Stroh and Dorothy on the Stroh Zone. We want to thank our guest, Dallas Woodard. Thank you, Dallas. Of course, we want to thank our host, our co-host, Robin McRae. Robin, thank you for being here with us from the Midlands oh, of South thank Carolina. You. You're welcome. We're so glad to have you. And um, we'll all be back next week, next Monday night on ScaryCast, the scariest hour on Internet radio. So, look, thanks a lot, a lot everybody, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one, Papa Stro. Sounds great. Take good care, everybody. On, good luck on yeah, Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Nice meeting you. You too, Thank you. Bye-bye. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room. Featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Fred Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro, both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, 
Keto Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 